Over the next few minutes, I'm going to show you how you can be there for your child during puberty. And so they can come to you and ask you anything at all. And welcome back to Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul, sex educator and creator of Sitting in a Car. I answer a question for you each week to help you raise a confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. And in this episode, I'm going to show you how to be there for your child as they go through puberty. Before we go any further on this topic of puberty, let's just check in. What are some of the things you have already learned how to do in parenting that you never knew before? Weaning a baby onto some sort of solid food, nappy changing, how to install a car seat into a car and using probably an ISOFIX system. You have probably even learned how to wrestle a toddler or maybe not wrestle a toddler into a car seat when they haven't wanted to get into it at all. And the list will go on and on and on and on. There are probably a vast quantity of skills and uh, strategies that you've learned in your parenting. And this part of getting into puberty and being there for our kid, that is just another one in a long line of strategies that you've had to learn. So you are supremely capable of learning new things. Let's work out some of the details. So point one, it is really useful if we can start talking about puberty before our child gets anywhere near it. So we can be laying down the foundations of conversations about puberty from sort of the age of six, seven, and eight before it's even a thing because our children can already see that there are children and then there are grown-ups and there are teenagers probably in between. And so they know about that. So we're not giving them some sort of earth shattering uh, piece of news. If we say, you know, when kids grow from being kids to being adults, there is a whole lot of interesting stuff that happens. And we can start talking to them about that, like uh, underarm hair, pubic hair, longer legs, breasts and all sorts of bits and pieces that start to develop. And so we can have this broad conversation about bodies before it becomes personally relevant to them. And that helps them understand that this is a topic of conversation that is absolutely and utterly welcome in our family. Point two, we can frame puberty as an interesting and exciting journey while at the same time acknowledging that when changes are happening in our body, sometimes it can feel worrying and like maybe we're on our own and no one else is feeling the things we are feeling. I remember when I was, I think I was probably 11, I might have been a bit younger and I was discovered that I was growing one breast, just one one side was growing and the other side wasn't. And um, while the adults around me would have been so happy to answer questions and to reassure me that everything was okay, I didn't know that and I felt alone. So I remember one particular night that I was lying in bed and I was praying to God that if he would please allow me to grow two breasts that were the same size, I promised I would always be good. Um, I did grow true breasts about the same size, but I definitely have not always been good. And that's just the way it was. But anyway, back to the, back to the point that we need to prove to our kids that we are up for the complexity and the hardship. And that comes back really to empathy and listening again. You will hear me talk about empathy, connection and listening over and over and over again when it comes to these complex conversations. And um, 
I do that because unless our child feels heard and understood and uh, fully appreciated for the experience that they're having at that moment in time, sometimes um, they will just not come to us. And I don't know about you, but that breaks my parenting heart to think of my child struggling along on their own to do with something that I could just so easily help them with by pointing something out in a book or telling them a story about when I was growing up and what it was like. So empathy, connection, support, the whole way. Point three is about um, other resources that we can use to help us on this part of our parenting, this whole puberty journey. And I have a book list that um, has a short amount of books on it because I don't want you to be overwhelmed by like hundreds of books because if you Google books on puberty, you will find hundreds of them and we don't need hundreds of books. So um, contact me, find out, like, Talk to me in the DMs or email me or reach out some other way and ask me for that book list because it is going to help you. When you have a number of different resources in your home um, that gives kids the signs and the signals that we talk about all these sort of things, it makes it easier for them to come to us and it makes it easier for us to answer their questions. I just want to give you one extra bonus point before we leave this topic. And that's the idea of embracing the complexity of life. Now, most of the time, if you're um, a parent, anything like me, then you want to give your kids um, a sense of that they are wonderful and gorgeous and that you can protect them somehow from the complexities of the world, complexities growing up and um, all that weird and wacky stuff that happens just from being human. And the sooner that we can accept that we are never going to be able to do that, we are never going to be able to protect our child from all the difficulty and pain and suffering that happens just from living a human life. The sooner we can accept that, the more quickly we are going to be able to learn to connect to our kids. Uh, because when we accept that life is complex, when our child comes to us with something, it is possible then to really listen rather than trying to fix things to really, truly listen. And this is one of the skills that um, I teach to parents in the program that I run, that when we truly can accept the complexity of the world, and there are ways and means to do that, there's a whole system that we talk about inside the program, then we are streets ahead in terms of supporting our kids during puberty. So um, that's the little takeaway that's a little bit extra today. And it's about again, accepting the complexity of the world. So let's recap. Point number one, talk early, give permission to talk about puberty, create habits of talking about bodies in your home. Point two, let them know that puberty is exciting, but also challenging. And that's sort of okay. And show empathy for when things aren't going so well, create times for connection. And point three, use resources. Books are your best friend. And I'm not talking about books that you just give your child and they go into your, their room, but books on your bookshelf about things to do with bodies and being human and love and vaginas and penises and all the things. Books are your friend. And I'm just going to whisper now, there was also a bonus. Remember the bonus? That was about helping our child understand that being human is complex and hard. And part of being in the world is just having to strive and struggle. And that's just the way it is. 
So can you see how there is so much more to these conversations than actually the topics we cover? It's more about learning to be amazingly emotionally intelligent, um, using empathy to connect with our kids to help them feel like we understand what it's like for them. And that takes practice and that needs an opportunity to learn with other parents who want the same things as you. So if you want to be the first to join other parents who are building connection with their kids while learning how to talk about sensitive stuff like bodies and sex, click the link around this podcast to give me your details and I'll let you know when that next starts. And that's sitting in a car for another week where I've answered a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. Bye for now.